Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Juan Martinez with This Is Real. And Stephanie Ray. Man, Stephanie, let me tell you something. Every single week, we get artists, we get like, I mean, we haven't had cooks yet. I mean, you cook, but you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, the true, goal is true. to get fashion, cooking. Because <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think, you know, that's what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to uh, almost take over. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like take over. You know, you want to have some some Christian news reporters. Yeah. You want to have music industry where there's some integritous people. I mean, right. who doesn't want a good in every, Like you said, in every industry, right? Yeah. So whatever you're gifted it out whatever you're ministering in whatever it looks like it doesn't have to be a church doesn't have to be music you know, yeah, man. Every and kind of creative. Yes, I, I believe that. I mm-hmm. think like good bankers, everything. There should be everything. You know, fashion designers. You know, because that's where you get the integrity, man. Yeah. That's where you, that's just some good integritous mechanic. Where yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying. Where you, you're gonna take your car and everything is fixed. But here's the thing, we're so excited that a lot of people have been like sending us letters. Um, they've been like uh, subscribing to our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. checking out our podcast. I mean, this thing is growing. Yes, praise growing. God. Growing. I'm excited multiple about cities it. Multiple cities. Multiple cities. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, because now check it out. I know that uh, we started off in Houston, 100.7 FM, you know, from 9 to 10, right? And then we, yeah. we're also in Dallas, 100.7 FM. That's yep. our family over there. Oh, no, Houston, 7 to 8, yeah. uh, Dallas, 9 to 10. And then now we're in Austin on Sundays from 3 to 4. Yep, and we're reaching Oklahoma. All oh, the way we're reaching all the way to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's just the grace of God, right? Like, Amen. like, don't you dare quit, right? Because how does a guy, almost 10 years in prison, mm-hmm. 23 years of addiction and all kinds of crazy stuff, and all of a sudden now we're on the radio preaching the gospel all over the planet. Yeah. That's incredible to me. That's just God. That's, a, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. God. That's no, a God that's thing. God. Yeah, yeah man. Really. So don't forget to like, subscribe. You know, uh, yeah. the clothing line is coming out really good. We are Hevikins, right? We got to say it loud and proud. We're citizens mm-hmm. of heaven. So, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's a great a season. Of, even though A lot, a lot of, of open doors, a lot of moving parts. But yeah. ultimately, you know, it's the souls that are being saved through everything. Through the, through the radio, through the YouTube channel, through, you know, all the letters of everyone who is in prison that's writing mm-hmm. us and those are just so touching and moving yeah. also so yeah if you want to write us you, you know at the end of the show we always give all those outlets where you can write us and stuff and some people be like so we got some hot music because you know we do the yeah. heavy hitter <laughs> heavy hitter there's always a heavy hitter yeah uh, and i love it when the heavy hitter is also the person we're interviewing mm-hmm. you know because oh. because not only do you hear the music but you get to see inside the person yeah. You know, and like we keep it real. Yeah, because so this is real. This so. is real. So we keep it real. We keep it <laughs> Authentic real. Authentic all yes. the way through. Yes, because I, I believe that that's this whole like, oh, we're doing all this stuff is not really boasting on us. It's boasting mm-hmm. on what God is doing in our lives according to our past, right? Yeah. So I love when I have somebody on there that's, that's starting this fresh new company, all kinds of stuff. I love that. Yeah. And so let's not let's not wait any longer. Let's mm-hmm. introduce to our guests. You, you go ahead and do the Yeah, so today we have with us the amazing, uh, super talented, Come you know, on. multiple talented titles and gifts and all of that the incredible v rose you guys v rose what's up how are you we're great I'm good. You know, I am excited that the weather does change in Texas, that it doesn't stay hot the entire year. Yeah, 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 yeah. We finally get some cool air, at least where I'm at. So I'm happy. Let me tell you something. So it's our, you know, uh, I think Stephanie spoke to you yesterday. It was our first time talking. And let me tell you, it's a pleasure to meet you, to just see the vibrancy. You you look like you're shining. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I, I I think you got a crown. Is that a crown on your shirt? It oh, yeah. is. What? Yes. I love so, that. Girl, yeah, you, thank you, you. I know you know who you are <laughs> just based upon some of the things I was reading here. Tell us a little bit about whatever. Let me, somebody might not know V Rose, right? So, like, For sure. um, like what do you do? 
What's your um, thing? What don't I do? So initially, I am a singer songwriter. Nice. Um, I have four to five albums out. I always say that because four uh-huh. of them you can actually buy. One of them you can't buy anymore, but you can find it. Come <laughs> yeah, on. like on YouTube. <laughs> when I was really young, like way younger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have a ton of music out. So I've been doing and singing and traveling and all that um, for the past 12 years. Mm. But I just recently started a record label. Nice. Um, literally like this year and so it's called indie west music group that's what's up um and i mentor artists i um i do like consulting i do voice lessons and performance coaching i'm also an illustrator and graphic designer what nice I do, like i'm i did a lot of my own covers um oh i'm calling you art. after the show <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i also like um do a lot in branding and marketing and stuff like that and i've helped a at least two stores launched this year online and so wow uh, yes yeah, so wow. i do do a lot <laughs> that's what's up um what you've been obviously been doing music for a long time you know yes. I, I see here it says you know you love uh well you want to spend the rest of your days introducing people to your lord and savior and best friend you added you you added some stuff there talk to me about that <laughs> like why is that such a passion of yours, right? Because there's the cliche thing yeah. to say it too, but I want to know. Like, are you genuine when you say this? Talk to me. Talk yeah, to it's me. It's so funny that you say that because when I was writing it, I was like, man, I do not want this to sound cliche because mm-hmm. it's so real to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, like, and I always say this, like, sometimes when I'm ministering on stage and stuff, like, Jesus is my best friend and he literally saved my life. Like, yeah. the stuff that I experienced in my childhood like I, I went through a really traumatic childhood talk to me I, I have six brothers um i'm the only girl and that's not that that's not even the traumatic part <laughs> <laughs> you're like that's just the beginning <laughs> we all go yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know um but you know we just we had a really we, we i come from a broken home and we had a really hard upbringing where we weren't really prioritized as kids and so um I just like when when I grew up and when my brothers grew up, everybody dispersed. Everybody sort of it was like every man for himself, mm-hmm. um, and everyone was just trying to take care of themselves. And I, when I look back on how I survived, and sort of was like sleeping on people's couches and just trying, to, and I was homeless for a while and wow. trying to go to school, trying to do music, you know, interning at studios and doing stuff like that. It was my relationship with God that kept me from doing things out of my necessity. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, good. It was like my relationship with Jesus that was like, no, focus on the gift I gave you instead of focusing on what you need mm-hmm. or what, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. mistakes that you might make because you're desperate or because you don't have anywhere to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I look back, I'm like, God, I should not be where I'm at. I should have. I should have went down this road. I should have been addicted to drugs. I should, you know what I'm saying? Like, all so you never things. had those complications being an artist and all that, like addicted to drugs or doing drugs or like. I never had that, and I think it was because addiction is really heavy in my family. Like my wow. dad was an alcoholic till I was 16. My two oldest brothers were addicted to drugs and in and out of prison, and mm-hmm. so like my oldest brother just got out of prison this year, a few months ago. Wow, I'm gonna send so you my like, book. So that you can give it to him. Please yeah, do. do. He that. actually, he got saved and that's I was able up. to help lead him to the Lord as soon as he went in nine years ago. Yeah. So that's really dope. Um, but it still is a big thing in my family. And so I always was like, 
I know I'm not supposed to do those things, you know? So I really tried hard to like focus on God and my relationship and cling to that instead of like ever clinging to something Good. else. Hey, can I, can you can I ask you a question yeah. from the side of like, cause a lot of times when we talk and like, Oh, I came out of prison drugs, da, 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 but you didn't tell us a little bit, um, maybe what it was like, um, being on the other side what was it like being in a home where your dad's an alcoholic and the other people are addicted and you're not what what does that look like it's very um confusing i'll say like when i was a kid i didn't even know my dad was an alcoholic mm. and i was very sheltered and so i remember my stepmom telling me picking me up from my mom's and going so your dad's in rehab and i'm like what does that mean and she's like well he's an alcoholic and i'm like no, he's not. Like, I knew the term, but just didn't know what it looked like in a real situation. And yeah. then, so then I started to, as I grew up, I started to look back at all of the, like, things that had happened and was able to realize, like, wow, this isn't fair. This wasn't fair. So I dealt with a lot of psychological issues and anger and stuff like that. That's good for music, though. Towards, mm-hmm. right? towards my family. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> and, I, and I have written about this stuff, yeah. a lot of it. Um, and I think that's why my music is, is so relatable to people, because yeah. I'm talking about my real pain, you know, like my yeah. real experiences and stuff. But yeah. it was really confusing. Like, having my brother call me. My One of my brothers ran away when he was 14. Wow. And then was in, like, juvie and stuff like that, because he was breaking into cars to sleep and stuff. And eventually he ended up going away for a few years for that. And I remember he called me and was like, don't ever go to jail. Don't ever go to prison. Like, you know, and yeah. just him saying that to me was so like, I mean, who else has that experience, you know? So, and I just thought that was normal. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, everybody's siblings go to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's family is this messed up and like has this many issues and stuff. And so then I had to deal with a lot of that stuff as I, throughout my twenties, I was like, okay, I got to start unpacking some of this stuff because I've just thought it was normal or I just suppressed it. So being on the other side is just as hard, I'll say. I believe so, um, yeah. You know, like having to have compassion and forgiveness towards your family for the things that they struggle with or your needs not being met or not, you know what I'm saying? And having to sure. like grow up on your own by yourself. And so it wasn't easy for sure. It's kind of wild. And it probably affected your relationships, right, with... In, in life, right? Your relationships probably totally. because it's kind of how you saw. Yeah. I believe every atmosphere gives birth to something, right? So, oh, our, for sure. So those atmosphere gives even as a Christian sometimes you, you know you, you you're born again, but now you got to relearn how to think. And those atmospheres create certain insecurities, maybe anger, just uh, the sure. dysfunctional relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, like um, definitely. Like I've been learning a lot about my attachment style and like why That's good. I what I really desire from another person in relationship, not just romantic relationships, but like friendships and things. And a lot of that stems from your parents and how you attach to them and understanding that can really help. It really helped me to stop making the mistakes I was making because that's all I knew, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like, and to become conscious of those things so I can like, go to God for, you know, joy and peace and security and identity instead of, like, needing another person to come and fill this void. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And calling it what it is and realizing, like, I am just looking for 
um, this to be filled because I never got this as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then just realizing that about yourself and being honest and facing that can be so powerful because then you can stop. Yeah, that's true know? freedom. Yeah, I feel like you. I feel like you have to. A lot of times, we're like, if you continue in the truth, you know, it'll set you free. Yes, I believe that. That's you know, obviously, it's a verse, so that's true. But I believe there's power in identifying the lie. Like you can know the truth, but if you don't identify the lie, then you'll keep falling for it. Because some of us have been told lies from people we trusted, and we took them as truth. So you know, we embraced it. And that's a hard place to be. Yes, that's a hard place to realize. Mm. Like. The people that you really looked up to are still going to fail you, too. You know, everybody's going to fail you because we're human and we're we're not perfect, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's really why we place our trust only in God, because he's he's unable to fail us. You know, you know, so he's the only one. And like I always heard that growing up, but it was like, well, I know I can trust this guy. Mm -hmm. You know, or you fall in love with someone and you're like, okay, but now I can trust this person. And I think it's like. You have to have that foundation of trust with God first yes. because then you'll be able to, like like you said, identify a lie when it comes because you know what the truth sounds like. You know yeah. who the truth is. So That's good stuff. I think, you know, speaking of truth and lies is that, like you said earlier, you know, you have to be honest with yourself, you know, and I've definitely had that experience to where, you know, we might be able to, especially as believers, yeah. put up a front, you know, to those around us, you know, yeah. to the people that we're meeting, to even the ones that are closest to us, you know, but once we're honest with ourselves, then that's like what you mentioned, acknowledging it. That's whenever yeah. you can overcome. That's when you can have real healing, real freedom and all of that. Because I mean, you can fool everyone else, but you know, what's really happening in your mind and mm. your relationship with Christ, you know, nobody else yes. is going to know except for yourself. So that's where you can grow. That's where you can change. That's where you can, you know, acknowledge those things and say, mm, you know, this is why I'm attached this way, or this is why, you know, I have this kind of relationship issue or, you know, all of the above, because you're the one who knows your true thoughts, your true, you know, heart and intention real, behind things. Yeah. The real, the real, real, real you. <laughs> the real, real. No, sure. no Corona mask on. That's what's up. Hey, you know what, man? Let me tell you something. I, I love having conversations like this, but we like to have some fun and pull stuff out of people. You with me? Um, I, I just think I think there's so much value to it. Like I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh, interviewing. I think it airs this week, right? Portia Love. Portia Love, yeah. And so you know, I don't know if you know her. I am Portia Love, and so she's like, you know, she's she's like, you know, you know, she's like extra in a good way. Yeah. And a lot of um, energy. Yeah. yeah, and what I loved about her was really what she carried inside, which I mm-hmm. believe you carry the same thing. Um, it's just uh, well, we know it's Jesus, but she's 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been celibate for about nine years uh you know and it's funny because she was telling us we were like man is that hard you know this nine years i did that for like one year and i was like freaking out you know <laughs> i was sweating and so she's like well she goes when i go to the movies with my friends and like a kissing scene or something like gets a little heavy she goes i cover my eyes and my friends tell me i'm too deep right mm-hmm. and then she goes she goes they all like you're too deep Portia." you know and she's like girl i can't be snacking She's like, if I snack, I'm gonna want to. I'm gonna want to go eat. So mm-hmm. I, you know, That's it was. So I just respect. Yeah, I thought that was like, because you could apply that to everything. Like, right. what are you snacking on, and then complaining you really that you're can. eating later? Mm-hmm. You know. So that'll go. You know, that's that's that'll preach yeah, all that'll by preach itself. On its own. You know. 
But um, so yeah. now I want to do some of those things with you, okay? Because okay, I think it's kind of it. dope. I think it's kind of fun. And so everybody, if you just tuned in, we're rocking with V Rose, yeah. And we're gonna do some of the This Is Real segments uh, with with co-host Stephanie Rave. We got Marco in the background. Everybody need a Marco, Shout out the, to media Marco guy. the media guy. Shout out to Marco, man. Yeah. And so Shout um, what are we gonna start with? All right, so let's kick it off with uh, Dear Younger Me. You know, because you gave us a little Dear bit of your background. Me. Obviously, you know, a troubled childhood, a, a kind of a broken home, and everything that you experienced with your siblings. Um, but if you could paint us a picture of whatever age, right, that if you could go back mm. and give young V. Rose a piece of advice, like what does she look like? How old is she? What, you know, what was her life about? And what would you tell her, right? Because we have listeners from everywhere, not only in the prisons, but, you know, if you're yeah. just listening in your car or watching on YouTube or yep. the podcast, you know, it, there's someone who's going to relate to that. Fact. You know, yeah. so who, who, what Take age? Take us to the room. Yeah. Take us to the room. What were you doing? How old are you and what were you doing? I would say I would go back to probably like 18. 18. Where was V Rose? What was she rocking? When was so, she 18? Where's she at? Where's she when at? I was 18, I was in college. I was going to junior college um, in Sacramento, California. Okay. And I had so many things going on in my life that I didn't understand. And so then I just didn't think about them. Mm -hmm. um, and I just tried to do what I think a lot of young people do, which is just focus on, well, what do I, what do I want to do in life? What do yeah. I want to be? Where do I want to be? Or I guess n not even that, but I probably was focusing more on what does everybody want me to be doing? Right. What do my parents want me to be doing? You know, even though um, they weren't even in the picture that much. Yeah. I still carried that like that guilt almost or that shame like I want them to be proud of me and I want to be doing everything they want me to be doing and um I'm so grateful that I had a pastor back then who asked me a question he was like so what are your plans for the future or whatever and yeah. I was like well I think I'm gonna go to bible college and you know I'm gonna sort of do all these things I was just sort of saying what I thought everyone wanted to hear yeah. and he was <laughs> like well what did God say mm -hmm. and um wow. Yeah, God told me when I was six that I was going to be a singer. I was going to travel the world and tell people about Jesus. And so I sort of at that time when I was 18, I started to like doubt that. And anyway, um, that was the first time I was like, that's when I started to like stop thinking about what everyone else was thinking and really try to focus on what God was saying to me. Mm -hmm. But I, if I could like go back and talk to that girl, I would be like, go and talk to someone like find someone that you can talk to whether it's like if 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 a therapist doesn't work like find a different therapist or find a friend because there yeah. was so much stuff that i was not addressing um so many problems that i had and i didn't i was unaware and it wow. wasn't until I was about 25 that I could no longer suppress the stuff that I was feeling or the anger or the right. sadness or feeling like stuff was unfair in my life, not understanding, you know, huge abandonment issues and stuff like that. And I just, I just ignored it. And so I think I could have progressed so much faster in my, my personal relationships yeah. and 
things I wanted to learn in business and just also like loving myself, like self-love, I feel like is so underrated. It took me the longest time to really learn what that meant and how to have that as just an individual mm-hmm. um, that I, I know that if I would have dealt with stuff sooner in my life, I, I could have had that sooner. And wow. it's, it's, so what would you say? So what would you say right now? The younger you is listening. What, what are you going to say to that person? They're on the other side of the mic right now. Yep, I would say, I would say go find just at least one person that you can talk to that will listen and help you work out the issues, help you start unraveling Mm, the ball of yarn that's That's in your heart, you Mm -hmm. know, and helping you to forgive where you need to forgive, helping you to, to just feel loved or consoled where you need to be consoled, helping you, um, understand things that you you didn't know how to do like yeah, you know yeah. i had to figure out like how to use credit on my own i had to learn how to do laundry or pay bills like so many things like thank god for youtube <laughs> <laughs> it was like my the yeah. big sister i never had mm-hmm. and i just like it came around at the perfect time for me because i was able to just google mm-hmm. how do you do this you know yeah but like find somebody that you can be brutally honest with and say this is what i'm struggling with and just don't be afraid that they're going to judge you. If they do, find somebody else, but don't give up on, like, getting your healing now. Because yeah. you don't up. have to wait. That's yeah. And that would be my best advice to, to my younger self. Okay, yeah. I got one more to ask you on the younger me, okay? Okay. So, okay. boom. Uh, now you've been in music how long now? How long have you been doing it? Uh, professionally for 12 years. Professionally for 12 years. And you started the West Indie group, right? That's your, your I new? I started, uh-huh. yes, Indie West. Okay. In the yep. West. Okay, so check it out. So I want you to go to, because there's an artist right now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to pick an age, and I want you to talk to the younger you um, about uh, 10 years, maybe. Maybe like you a year, maybe 11 years. You're like a year in, you know, doing this thing professionally. And, uh, you know, because you, one of your passions is uh, mentoring, mentoring artists, and kind of artists yeah. and all that, right? It's what Stephanie yes. was saying yeah, earlier. Yeah. So I want you to go back and talk to an artist that was you back then because yeah. there's probably a bunch of them. I mean, I, I watched it. You know, one of the saddest things is when, I, you know, I'm going to be 50, right? And so um, 89, I was graduating, baby, high school. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so um, the thing is that. I personally see all these BET things, and I see sometimes uh, the. I love the true stories, right? Like New Edition and all them, and how they just oh, yeah. ended up. It was just horrible. Like when you see them, you're like, no, these guys should be set for life. Yeah. And uh, you see all these horrific stories, and so I'm pretty sure that happens a lot in the music industry, even in Christianity. Um, yeah. Because, you know, not everybody has that inner relationship. There's a whole lot of outer relationships, but we'll leave that there. But <laughs> le- what would what would V. Rose say to V. Rose like 10, 11 years ago? Yeah, like one or two years in the, in the, in the industry, you know, brand new artists yep. just started. Mm-hmm. One of the things I would say is um, it's as cliche as it sounds, yeah, like yeah. be yourself and not the person that everybody wants you to be. Um, and I feel like I was kind of saying that in the last segment, but like, no, it's good. One of the things that I learned is like when my first album came out, all of these opinions hit me like a ton of bricks. And all mm. of a sudden it was like, I love you and you're my favorite artist. And then it was like, 
I don't really like her album cover or she is this, that, the other. And like, she's Illuminati, like in all of these. Oh my God. This started hitting me and it definitely affected me, I think, because I wasn't prepared. Mm -hmm. And then as much as I would be like, I don't care going into writing my next album, I would have that in the back of my mind. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, I don't want to do another pink album cover because then, you know, all the guys are like, well, I like her music, but it's just really girly. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, what? So, but I wish I would have been like, no, let me not listen to you guys. Wow. And just continue to make the music I like. Um, Another thing that I would tell myself is to be the captain of my own ship. Obviously there's God, but then like, let it be me. And so anybody that works with me should be working for me Mm -hmm. instead of like telling me this is how you should dress this is this is the type of song you should do um these are the people that you should network with or this is what we're doing like i i wish i would have been like hey i want to hire a manager that i can say this is what i need or this is i'll take this opportunity but i don't want to do this one right um i just wish i would have had i would have took more control over myself as an artist um nice and been my own creative director, which is what I ended up doing and which is what I do now. Mm-hmm. But That's nobody cool. ever came along and said, hey, you should be making your own relationships with people and other artists. And um, like when I put out my last album, a friend of mine came to me and said, hey, I was in a meeting with iTunes and they're really mad at you that you didn't tell them that you were dropping an album. Hmm. And I go, this is getting iTunes, real right iTunes. now. This is getting real right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm like, iTunes. And so I was like, well, I didn't even know they knew who I was. And that just kind of shows how naive I was mm-hmm. working with labels for so long because they were meeting all these people. So now I had all these people who know me, important people, important yeah. companies, you know? Yeah. And I don't know them. And I don't even, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was something that I would definitely recommend to younger artists is like, be the captain of your own ship. That's like, really good. Know what you want. Know what creatively, what your music looks like, what your videos will look like, what your fashion will look like. What do you like? And then, like, you tell the world. And when someone comes along and tries to change it, be open-minded. Yeah. But if ultimately, if it doesn't like, if it doesn't click with what's inside of you and what you know, right? Have the courage to say, "I'm okay. I don't want to do that." Mm-hmm. And know that that's okay, you know? It's dope. So, I like yeah. that. I like that. I like that. And not succumb be... to the pressures of all the voices, you know, that can come into your life, especially at a young age. It's really good. Yes. It's really the, good. Other, the last, last yeah, thing ahead, I feel it. like this is important is find a mentor. Don't be so proud that you're like, I am so talented. I don't need no one to show me how to do anything. Even now in all of the areas of my life, whether it's business or music, I have mentors still to this day. And I feel like I always will. There's always somebody above you that's been where you want to be or that is where you want to be that you can learn from. Yeah. That can can look at you and see and remember being where you are and will have something good to offer you. And so especially when you're 20, especially when you're 19 or 22, like when you're in those beginning stages of really finding out who you are as a person, it's so important to have someone to help guide you through those areas of your life. So definitely get a mentor. Look at V-Rose dropping some gems, (laughs) man. Because sometimes I I think, you know, know, sometimes with artists or just anyone 
going through like a career field sometimes mm. this culture will make them think that well i'm self-made i did it all by myself i didn't need nobody and you know that kind of thing when it's like it's the opposite you know especially as believers we're a body of christ so we need one another and everyone yes. has different gifts in different areas and That's you good. may be really talented in <laughs> i was gonna say calendars because <laughs> i'm the calendar person but you may be really talented calendars and the person you know beside you is not so great at, at the booking stuff so you know getting those getting those getting those people around you and <laughs> on your team <laughs> getting those people around you and on your team you know uh is is super necessary more so for the I media guy i mean it, it is yeah. there's body parts to this thing and the reality is, yeah. I mean, even from a biblical place, right? Like we have, you don't want a hand doing no foot job. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You don't want, you want everybody in the right role. So true. And that's important. So you know, true. It's important. And, and, and be okay with them doing the role. If they're better at it, right? If the foot's going to be a lot better than a hand. Uh, doing foot stuff you with me like the hand shouldn't try to jump into the foot lane i mean and that's really what you were saying is really important in knowing who we are and really what our gifts are that we should develop and not try to like you know Mm -hmm. i feel like that's where you 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 thrive you know because you're good at it yep so i appreciate somebody with that much wisdom kind of you know speaking into the lives of the younger generation of music hey and she said it she said she mentors and all that so reach out to her how do they reach how do they reach you by the way so, well, a lot of people like to message me on Instagram, and that's probably the best way okay. to, if you're going to reach me, that's the best way to try. Um, mm-hmm. But just, like, the amount of messages I get, I can't get back to everybody. Yes, yes. But, like, I also... Like, I, had I, a, I had to reach out to you, and I put, you want a new car? And you were like, what? And then I got it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> hey, I'm joking, everybody. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I am doing an internship right now, like, I am. I opened up an internship for my label, and so I still have a few slots that I'm trying to fill. Um, I think I saw a, that you had a pretty good graphic where the person was like, right? There was a girl going, yes, that, was that, was yes. "That was dope. Yes. That was dope. Yes. That was dope." So, <laughs> as a person, it was Kylie Jenner. <laughs> yeah, just a person. <laughs> hey, that's how you know how, yeah, how lost of that I am. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, it's just okay. some person. Yeah, but um. So, you know, I am sort of mentoring the, t- the interns in a way because I'm teaching, you know, you'll be able to learn business and the way that I'm sort of running in my label and also help build the frameworking for the label That's what's up. Um, and get out of it sort of what you want to get out of it. So I'm only taking on people who I feel I can also help in return with the internship and what That's they're looking dope. for. Oh, blessed to be a yeah. blessing. Come on. Yes. Let's, let's go to the, let's move yeah, to the next so one. I, I feel what like the next with? one we're, we're going to go with is you think you know me, you know, yeah. because... That's my favorite. That's, <laughs> that's actually not my favorite, but they're all good, but that's, that's a good one. So you think you know me, you know, we obviously you were sharing a little bit about how, you know, when you started and they're like, oh, well, it's too girly or it's too mm-hmm. this or V-Rose is like that. And even, you know, iTunes, shoot, iTunes was like, oh, she, she's, <laughs> yeah. she, she don't want <laughs> to work with us no more or something you know but um a lot of times just based off of uh, the platform that you have or how people know you you know they have these misconceived notions of who you are right and so they have totally. you know prejudgments yeah. based off of Big and, time. you know pastor sometimes likes to share too even if they did know you but they knew you in a different moment of your life or if they knew you you know at a different sure. time you know so we like to give you the space to share you know and just answer that you think you know me you think you know v rose maybe share something that they they think of you and then tell us why they're wrong (laughs) yeah so one of the things and it's not even something i really know um but i feel like people when i first came into the game 
you know, some 12 years ago, something like that, came on the scene. Mm-hmm. I feel like people thought, you know, here's this white girl who never went through anything and then, like, is putting out this music and I got this pink album cover and I'm sort of doing, I'm really trying to find myself. I'm trying to find my style mm-hmm. even as an artist. So I'm doing yeah. some pop, some hip-hop, some kind of rock and, like, really trying to find, like, what where is my mm-hmm. lane? Um, and then I get like all this backlash and stuff and I had just poured my heart out. Um, and so through like that experience, I really started to try to tell people like to share more of my story. Cause it felt like, man, like you completely look at me and think, you know, me and like, I have gone through so much in my life. So I feel like number one, um, just like people looking at me and thinking that like, I have it all together or I had it all together, Mm -hmm. um, was just not the case. Like I struggled through my entire twenties, even though I was traveling the world, like I still lived in the hood with my brother and hearing gunshots (laughs) go, you know, past my window, um, for a long time, just couldn't afford to move. And so like, you know, people saw the art that I was able to put out and people had no idea, like how I was lit, like barely getting by, you know, and mm-hmm. artists don't make a ton of money at first. So that's the other thing is people think like you're super rich because you make, you're an artist. Artists usually get like 10 or 11% if they're, if they got yeah, a normal, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Labels and managers and producers, they get most of the money. And so you have to really grind and hustle as an artist. So number one, like I was working every single day trying to like get by and hustle and finesse. And then two, like, <laughs> I'm definitely more of a tomboy than people probably know. I think now I've been able to like sort of show more of my personality. Yeah. Um, but I had to realize even in myself, like I'm just never going to be that girly girl who, you know, eventually just dresses like in heels and like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. all of these fancy clothes. Like, think- they did, like they did to Lady Gaga in The Star is Born. They kind of slapped her in yeah. there like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm just more like, I grew up with all boys. And so a lot of people don't even know that, like being the only girl, I'm a really tough person, you know, like I boxed in college. So I love fighting, like my favorite. Um, I play basketball. I'm definitely like a hooper. I got lots of skills. Nice. (laughs) Um, She's like, what, what, what? I draw, I love anime. So I'm into like stuff I feel like guys are into, Mm -hmm. like, because I have a lot of brothers that have a lot of different, like, things that they liked. And so I would be like, oh, you can draw. I can do that too. Oh, you can dance. I can do that too. Oh, you play basketball. So you can dance? Like, you get down? Oh, watch out. Yes. So. (laughs) She's like, look. No. (laughs) I like to do it for fun. But, um, and I have danced in a few of my videos, but I just. I'm, I'm teasing. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many things. I feel like I'm even still learning how to bring some more of that out and let it shine through my social media platforms and stuff like that. But also, I just don't feel like I owe people this explanation. Like, you know what I mean? I've yeah. gotten to this place where I'm like, I also have the right to have a personal life and mm-hmm. not have to, like, tell everybody what's going on in my life all the time or like show like that I have a life so I don't spend a ton of time on social media anymore mm-hmm. I just stopped trying to like appease everybody and was like let me actually really live good. my life you yeah. know it's really good um, you know I grew up and we didn't have that 
Yeah. I, I grew up when I didn't have any of that. And it was like... I wish it was like that. Times change big time. Because now if, like, if you don't answer a message or something, people get, like, offended. It's almost like... Yeah. It's almost like, can I not be tired or can I... Right? Mm-hmm. But back in the day, yes. if you didn't answer your cordless phone, you know, from your house, you didn't answer the phone that you had Nobody on the wall. Nobody freaked out. Nobody freaked <laughs> out. If they, you know, be, and they wouldn't even just come... Like, they didn't because they didn't know when you were going to be home. And they weren't like, you got to answer me right now because it could have been two days later. You could have been on vacation. Satisfaction and gratification of like, oh, it, the message is delivered, or they saw it and they haven't answered, or you know, like yeah, all sure. this. Yeah, in it's our like you gotta almost respond immediately, yeah. or it's like, yeah. it's like crazy, like you're you're guilty or something. It's like, nah, yeah. man, I didn't grow up like that, like, you know, at all. So I'm gonna I'm and gonna keep a G like that, you know. <laughs> it's difficult because it's like, how can I be expected to answer 50 people today? And get done what I need to get done. Have That's my a own whole personal show time right with God and space to think and dream and yes. live. Mm-hmm. And also, every time, every person you respond to, there's going to be a follow-up response. So it's really like, you know what I'm saying? It's not just oh, one no, I get interaction. It. It's a conversation. So it is it is hard to manage. And that's why I just, I take my, I take it and I don't feel guilty about it. You know, that's yeah. cool. my time away and. That's cool. People understand. Eventually, they get in. They understand. Some, so. right? You still got the battle. There's still, there's always this battle. You know, it's like, oh, like that's. Though I love social media, but sometimes that's the part I hate about it. You know, because yeah. yeah. I, I, I get you. You know, it's like, dude, I go, I got six kids, and then I'm a pastor of a church. I'm like, y'all really don't you get it. You know, I'm like, yeah. I um, need to sometimes just sit at home like everybody else and not yep. answer anything. Yep. You know. Um, because oh, I, I it. It, like, I'm like, if I, if you're still coming to me, then I ain't doing a good job because mm-hmm. I should be teaching you how to go to God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah. anyway, that's a whole, you know, I almost, almost went in rant mode. You, you know what? <laughs> you think you know me. You're like, oh my God. You're like, whoa. Like, like, <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. We're going to uh, move on to our next one um, because I think that's, that's great that you're able to share that oh, wait, and, wait, wait, and decide be- what you share, you know? Yeah. But well, before yeah. we get to the next one, I got to ask you one more question. I just kind of thought about it. So you were like, <laughs> yo, you know, I'm boxing, I'm doing this stuff. What would you say, you know, because this do you think does that make it difficult for guys to kind of right uh, you, you got to saying cuz i know like uh I think when I'm a force of love, she was like... Oh, yeah, she said she's, she's like, really flamboyant, you know, she's she's a big personality, but she was you but know, she's sharing super with shy. us, but she's like, no, I'm shy. So she's like, if I like you, I'm just like... Mm, so I don't even talk to nobody. I need to talk to yeah. you. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that that makes it difficult. She goes, I feel like that sometimes makes it difficult mm-hmm. uh, to kind of get in a relationship because they don't know yep. me. You follow me? Yep. They think they know me. So they're oh, like, yeah. oh, so she's really outgoing, so why she ain't like conversating with me but she sometimes she's like i really do want to say hi but i'm shy you know yeah. so it with definitely you. makes it it's definitely difficult just being somebody that is in the public eye mm-hmm. um mm. like relationships because a lot of men that approach me i'm like are you you're not even approaching me because you're just all you see is v rose mm-hmm. and i'm you know, I feel like you don't really know me. So mm. then I'm like, what do you see that is attracting you? You know, so is it like, do you just like how I look? Do you like that I'm well known? So those are the things I have to ask a lot of times. And then I'm not the type to like pursue relationships <laughs> and stuff like that. And so I feel like any of the relationships, even if I was to get in a relationship, a guy would really have to pursue me. You would have to have enough confidence to actually ask you know like ask for a conversation or ask that's cool mm-hmm. now you might have and tons of like, conversations they're gonna <laughs> well, all reach out like they're gonna be like you blowing you up if you can't do that then 
it's not gonna work for me because I just I really like people who are strong, like men who have a strong yeah yeah like we know where we're going men, you know yeah, like yeah. my dad. And so it's like you have to be confident enough to eat to come and step to me, and I think that weeds out a lot of people. Honestly, just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like people you're are like, just afraid to ask or intimidated. Like it's not gonna work. I just you know saw I mean? the dude trying to ask you, and all of a sudden you just threw the gloves on the table, and you're like. Get in, the, get in the ring. What's Boxing up? For it. What's up? You, you, <laughs> if you could dodge this one, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's go to the last one, man. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, that is cool. That was cool. Yeah. The next one, uh, we like to call the struggle was real. The struggle was real. You know, because we love to hear about, oh, man, the struggle's real right now. Like, you know, I'm going through this, or the struggle's real yeah. right now. I'm going through that, right? But um, just like you said, being well known, having a platform, having people look at you, and they like exactly what you said earlier. They see a white girl, they're like, "Oh, she ain't been through nothing, all of that." But I know you For shared sure. some of our uh, some of the struggles that you faced growing up. Um, but with sh- the struggle was real. We really want to share something that we struggled with because sometimes mm. people put you know paint a picture of you know whether it's a pastor or somebody on yeah, the radio yeah, 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 or yeah. an artist and they're like they put you up high on this platform and they like think you don't that, go through that. that person has never you mm-hmm. know had to they can't relate to me because they've never gone through anything so basically just share with us something that you really struggled with in the past or maybe you're struggling with yeah, now or something like recently like or you know yeah and so obviously with uh, this is real we like to have real problems but we, we like to share about real problems but give real solutions so yes. what advice you know or what would would you say to somebody <laughs> that was facing that struggle as well but like how you yeah. overcame it and how you mm-hmm. got out of it because most of the times they probably think you have angels singing in your room right now and you float <laughs> to the bathroom and you know sure. you know that's really I, you know they're like sure oh they that's do. you know you just fly yeah. around you know no trouble yeah. but that's not the case right yeah definitely not oh my gosh and that's one of the first things I tell people all the time. Like, I, I had interviewed somebody yesterday for the internship, and they were just like, I'm sorry, I can't even calm down the fact that I'm talking to you right now. And I was like, well, let me stop you and tell you, like, I'm a normal person just like you. <laughs> and I'm cool to work with and talk to, and I definitely don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like I'm more valuable than someone because I'm more yeah. well-known mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say the most relevant thing or the thing that, was a really big struggle for me was like celebrating my singleness. Um, And this is something I feel like is not celebrated and it makes it harder for the single people, like the non-married people to feel like a whole person. And so it was something I struggled with because when you see it on social media so much and and marriage is something that absolutely 100% should be celebrated. Yeah. It is always celebrated like every day somebody's getting engaged, somebody you know is getting married, somebody's showing off their kids and their family and that kind of stuff, and then there's you. And it's like, well, I don't have no, you mean crack, any girl. of that. You know? <laughs> but like I, I got to a point where I was like, okay, th- this is so weird. Like, yes, I should desire marriage or I can desire it. For a long time, I didn't desire marriage. Um, I wrote a song about that on my last album. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was like, God, you restored this desire in me for marriage, or you brought this desire for me to have this, and then, like, it's just not happening for me. And so then I realized, like, hmm, you know, God didn't create me as, so that was the struggle. The struggle is, like, how do I remain content or even see a life um, feeling fulfilled in my singleness and Mm -hmm. and feel like I'm not less of a person because I'm not 
married and I'm yeah. not unstable because I'm not married. You know what yeah. I mean? Like all of these things. And so what, how I really came to that conclusion was number one, spending time with God and really asking and like taking these concerns to God in prayer. And um, one of the things God showed me is number one, I didn't make you as a group for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like God created us as individuals. And so God doesn't mess up. God made me right. And also God gave me everything I need Mm -hmm. in this person. And so I have to learn to celebrate that and not look at myself as less than. Mm -hmm. So, So I had to stop looking at God's creation, which is me as not a whole thing. And I just really shift my perspective to see like, okay, number one, God, made me an individual standalone don't need you know what i'm saying like paul even says you can like get married but you don't yeah. have to mm-hmm. yeah and so, um not to say that i'm not i don't desire marriage yeah. i do but i think in this season of not being married it shouldn't just be the only thing i focus on and so i had to shift my focus to okay well what do i focus on in singleness and so one of the things is like self-love mm-hmm. which is like um Relief. I people always think self love is like shining a light on yourself and being like, I'm so, yeah. you know, this and that, and really celebrating how you look or whatever. But it's also about facing yourself and sitting with yourself and saying, where where are the areas I'm slipping and I'm messing up, and then like really let's face and work on those things. So that's self love. And then the other thing is, you know, your relationship with Jesus, getting a vision for your life and your future if it's just you and God till you're 80 years old, you know what I mean? And not, of course, not being like, that's what I want, but that's what I have right now. And so like, God help me get a perspective where I can see a vision where I'm like excited about just as much as I would be excited about having a husband and starting a family, even though I don't feel like that's my life's purpose. Yeah. God has purpose things in me. And it's not just to procreate, even though I think that's a blessing. And like, I want to have that. Yeah. But I need to also focus on what are the things God put in me and let's go for those things, you know? Yeah, so I was dope. like, so that was one of the biggest, the hardest things of I'm being really real yeah. was to get to that place, get to that resolve and be like, okay, God, like, let me surrender my, my deepest desires right now in my life and help me, give me a desire for my future right now. And mm-hmm. so it totally, totally helped me to shift that perspective and, it's still a struggle. It's still something I'm, I have to walk through. You can't snack. Like, you can't snack. You can't snack. <laughs> yes. And you shouldn't. You I shouldn't. think you shouldn't. I think as a woman. This makes it difficult, you know. You should be like, you know what? I'm going to go for, like, my goals and dreams and my and pursue my relationship with God and just be so, like, happy in that. So good. And I think that that is even, like, more attractive than being like, well, I'm ready to be married somebody come marry me you know what I mean like I'm not gonna sit around with a bow you know tied to me and just be like I'm wifey material come get me I'm Mm -hmm. gonna go and pursue the things that God has put in me yeah and then I think marriage like a husband and like that kind of stuff will happen will come in the timing it's supposed to happen but I I think that's the correct way you know I think it's great you become whole healed you know you're not you know, because if not, you're going to go relationship after relationship after relationship. And that, that brings yes. destruction, and it's yeah. just complicated, and it's not supposed to be like that. One of the things you yeah. said about, you know, self-love is, I think, so important, too, because sometimes if you don't look at your singleness as, okay, I need to reflect on me and what I'm what I need to work on, what I'm struggling right. with, then I feel like 
sometimes your years of singleness or whatever time period it is are wasted because yeah. you didn't okay. change. You didn't grow. Mm. Yeah, you were single for, you know, sometimes people can be single for years, but they didn't work on themselves. They didn't say, oh, man, this is what I got to, like, really work on. This is what I'm weak in and this is what I struggle with just in myself. If you were to have a relationship in the end, then it's like all that time went by for what? Because right. now you're going to have to deal with the, the things that you're struggling with and you're going to have somebody else's life brought into that too and you're gonna may cause pain to them may cause you know uh all sorts of things you know? yeah you know for me when i when i was uh this last time i'm like when i was incarcerated and then i had to think which time but this <laughs> last time when i was incarcerated was really when i got saved you mm -hmm. know uh, the other times i wasn't saved so i just kept getting incarcerated you with me but this last time uh, when I was incarcerated and got saved, I was walking the yard one day and I would look at all the guys like getting F, you know, going home or getting like denials and they're walking out. And so it was crazy because I was, man, man, God, when am I going to get out? I remember very vividly. I was like, when am I going to get out and when am I going to get married? You know, I was getting older already. I'm like 30 something years old. Yeah. You with me? And uh, I felt like God said to me, Juan, w until you can walk with me and be joyful about life you'll never make somebody else happy mm -hmm. ever yeah, because you're so gonna true. look in them what only i can give you you with me he's like you gotta yeah, and so i remember yeah. kind of like it's gonna sound crazy but i remember looking at reading proverbs and going to the yard and looking at the ants you know because i was like i just wanted to see creation and looking at trees <laughs> and i got like real like that you know because I, I wanted to just like enjoy and it did man i actually have an incredible spouse right now and i believe like i'm not looking from her what only god can give me you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do everything yeah. still unto the Lord. I go, man, you know, it just saves. Because if I just do it for real. See, I used to always think, man, I'm going to do everything for her. The problem with that is that when she she's flawed, so when she messes up, then I'm like, well, I'll show her. I ain't going to take her, you know. That's what happens. Yeah. But when I, when I still work on, like, if just me and my relationship that I practiced in my singleness, um, when I still do things unto the Lord, she becomes a byproduct of that blessing. You follow me? But yeah. it, it doesn't matter if she's up, down, sideways. If we just had an argument, I'm still going to love her because I'm still operating out of my relationship with God. She's just yes. a blessing because she's with me. Yep. You know, and I think and it just changes the game. Mercy, like the, in the in relationship, I just heard a Pastor Darius Daniel say this this morning on Instagram. He said, mm -hmm. "Relationship that you intelligence. have to have love and mercy, which is yes. what God extends to e us." And so it's like when we fail Him in our attempts to love Him, He has mercy, and that's how we should do the same thing in our relationships. Yeah, so when doubt. we don't feel love or when we're not being loved correctly, then we extend mercy, and that's another shade of god's love really absolutely so well, good hey. man v rose you are hitting all the truths no for real no, she's, we could have started with this one and did a yeah, singleness yeah i think so i'm good. gonna bring you down one day i just wrote this thing like a little thought you know i was thinking i'm gonna do like a little conference or something that says let's celebrate i'm single but guess what uh v rose thank you so much for being with us we're super excited such a joy about everything that you're doing remember uh folks that she said stop doubting the words god gave you remember that in romans 8 28 says and we know come on that god causes all things to work together for those who love god and are called according to his purpose so don't forget he has a promise for you receive that thing hold on to it
Thank you for tuning in to This Is Real. Be sure to watch us on YouTube at This Is Real with Juan Martinez. And if you're looking for a home church, visit us at getwrap.tv for all of the information. Or you can write us at P.O. Box 671-626, Houston, Texas, 77267. We want to thank all of our partners for making this show possible by showing love and support. And if you would like to partner with us, be sure to visit juanmartinez.tv. And for this week's heavy hitter, we have our very own special amazing guest, V. Rose, in the house. We're going to listen to Joy to the World. So make sure that you listen, and we're going to wrap it up with That's That's a Wrap. Life beyond life, yeah. So what you gonna do with the new?